This episode was recorded before we realised we had ADHD. We've left our old episodes up as we now recognise our struggles and helpful tips were all ADHD related and we hope that they can help you too. We hope you enjoy listening to this episode. Just please be aware we won't specifically mention ADHD. Welcome to A Dopamine Kit, your weekly dose of positivity. We're your hosts, Sparky and Shell. Join us each week as we help change your habits, tackle fears and challenge your mindset. Let's get to it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode seven of A Dopamine Kick. If you are still with us, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate your support. Thank you very much. And like Shell said, if you are listening right now, we want to say how much we really appreciate it. If you can, please hit that follow button or follow and subscribe wherever you're listening on whatever platform you are listening to, because it helps you keep up to date with any new episodes that we release. So today we're going to be talking about failure, how to accept failure as part of our lives and how to make it have a more positive impact on our life. So let's start off by doing a little definition of failure. So what is failure? Failure is defined by a lack of success or an inability to meet an expectation. It's natural to try and avoid things that could end or result in failure as failure can be really embarrassing and it can be a really painful experience. And the problem with failure is we can read too much into it. So We'll tie it into our own self-worth. So there can be many impacts of fearing failure. And a couple of those are um, you might feel like you can't achieve your goals. You might be worrying about imperfections. You may even believe that you don't have the knowledge or skills to achieve something, um, which can lead to you procrastinating to the point where you don't finish what you're trying to achieve. You can also avoid trying altogether because you're afraid that you won't even succeed. That may be to prevent embarrassment or even disappointment. Another one is self-sabotage. So you may undermine or ruin your own chances of success by sabotaging something. And you may feel shame, feel embarrassed, and failing can make you feel worthless, which leads to low self-esteem, negative self-talk that makes it harder to pursue your goals. You might even get physical sensations as well, such as a tight chest, sweating, rapid heart rate, when you either feel like you're going to fail at something or you feel you have already failed at something. And this is why it's really important to address the fear of failure. So I thought it may be really good right now just to have a discussion between ourselves about what we failed on because we failed sometimes, don't we, Shell? Oh, I, more than sometimes. I fail every day. <laughs> that is true though. So, you know, when I think of the things that I would ideally like to accomplish in a single day, so, you know, eat healthy, nutritious food, drink enough water, exercise, um, advance in my career, appropriately play with and stimulate the baby, um, socialise with my friends, keep up with family. There's not a single day that I managed to do all of those. I mean, I'd say even in a single week, I never managed to accomplish everything. It's just too much, isn't it, in, in modern society. So I fail every single day. And if there's ever a point where I look like I've got my my ducks in a row, it's because in another aspect of my life, my ducks are all over the shop. <laughs> <laughs> a messy, imperfect life. And that's the, that's the point of it. It is life is messy and we need to be OK with the fact that it can get messy sometimes. Fear is our immediate response to uncertainty. It's primal and there's nothing wrong with it. But I think the key is not to get stuck in it. I mean, I know I do this as well. I constantly think I'm a failure. I mean, the other night, for example, I, I had a night where I was just like, oh, I'm just I'm just such a failure in life. Like, what do I have in my life where I think 
I'm good at it. I think a really, really good example is the fact that this episode alone, we are re-recording. So (laughs) we've completely rewritten it and re-recorded it because we didn't like the first one. And, you know, there's a fear of failure for us both there that we'll release an episode and everyone will hate it. God, (laughs) when you say it like that, especially after we talked about perfectionism last week. (laughs) (laughs) There's a fine line, isn't there? There's a fine line. There is. (laughs) There is a a fine line. And I think instead of measuring how far you have left to achieve your goal, measure how far you've come since you've started. And I think that's one thing that we really need to focus on, noticing the progress that we've made and the success because that can leave us feeling motivated and happier. Yeah, because failure can just feel so all-encompassing. It feels like the world stops and there's just no moving on and nothing will ever be the same again. (laughs) And we know in the moment that accepting failure is uncomfortable, but it's so important to learn from our failures so that we can grow. Failure can also teach us many things about ourselves. When we fall down and we pick ourselves back up again, we learn to get stronger every single time. And it gives us the opportunity to assess what actions that we did last time and now search for the better alternatives in the future so that we don't make those same mistakes again and again. And I think it's really important to note as well that failure is a key part of success. So if you reframe the way you think about failing, you'll get to a point where you see failure as a learning process with something that you can gain from it at the end. And I think a great example of that is uh, a quote from Nelson Mandela, which I love this quote, is, um, I never lose I either win or learn. Yeah, and that's a great quote from Nelson Mandela right there because it's really inspiring to me that you can always win from a situation even when you feel like you're failing. Everybody fails. Even people that we think of as hugely successful have had failures in their life. And in fact, I would say that the people, the more successful you are, the bigger your failures are because they're on a a much larger scale. Um, And success is something that's often well reported but failures less so so for the science bit this week I thought we'd do something a little bit different and rather than go through um, a study I'm actually going to list off a couple of examples of people that um, I would think of as being hugely successful that have actually had some massive failures in their time so I'm not going to spend too long on this just going to quickly go through so the three examples that I've got are Richard Branson, Steve Jobs and Jeff Bezos so Richard Branson so associated with the Virgin brand, some absolutely huge wins there. When you think about his airline business and trains. Um, but, you know, when was the last time you had a Virgin Cola? Never. That was <laughs> exactly. Never. I don't even know <laughs> what Virgin even, Cola is. <laughs> you can't even buy it anymore. They spent a huge amount of money on that. And they, ne- they never got above half a percent market share, which, you know, absolutely huge failure. But that doesn't mean that the the company or Richard Branson as a whole is is a failure. It just means that one venture didn't work out. Um, another example is Steve Jobs, Steve, uh, very well known as a former head of Apple. But did you know at one point he was actually fired from Apple? Um, and I think it's harder to fail bigger than being fired from your own company. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't get any worse than that, really, can you, really? Exactly. But, you know, he turned it He turned it around. He was rehired by Apple and they went on to do great, great things together. Um, and then the, the, the final example that I've got is Jeff Bezos, um, head of Amazon, uh, which is successful for, for, for so many different things. I'm not, not going to go into all the things that Amazon have done well. Um, but you know, a few notable failures there. So, um, Amazon phones, for example, no longer available. Didn't even know Amazon holidays. (laughs) 
Exactly. Yeah. Amazon holidays. When was the last time you, you booked one of those? Never. <laughs> Having these failures doesn't mean that the individual or the company is a failure. It means that they're constantly trying new things. Some work out and some don't. You can never be 100% certain an idea will work. And sometimes the only way to know is to try it. And if you fail, then you learn the lessons about what didn't work out. You pick yourself back up and you try again at something different. And it's also important to note here as well that everybody deals with things in different ways. So for example, these people might be too successful t- for you to to kind of draw a comparison to, but it's all the same things really. It's that fear of failure. And I think the biggest motto that I've taken away from life is sometimes you just need to fail faster. The faster that you fail, the more that you'll be able to move forward, move on and continue. And I think some of the most successful people that I know in my life have failed over and over and over again. And I think that if you learn from it and you grow and you go forward with a different mindset, you can win because you know that it wasn't a fail. You know it was a win because it means that you got to move forward and then you got to do something better next time. It might feel bad in that moment, but it will make you stronger. It's a necessary part of growth. So you shouldn't fear it. You should embrace it. So now we're going to discuss what you can do in the moment when you feel like you're a failure or you failed at something. Because it's all very well saying this will make me stronger. But when you've just failed, you don't feel that way. You know, it takes time for that rawness to to heal and for you to be able to look forward. So we're just going to go through a few different coping strategies. So the first one is practicing healthy coping skills. And healthy coping skills is a really good one to start with when you're thinking about how to cope with failure. So talking to a friend or a family member, that gives you a different perspective or even a better perspective, one that actually has evidence. So for example, I'm sure I've said this many times to you, Shell, I'm a failure. Oh, I've just done this wrong or I've just done that wrong. And Shell will give me a perspective that's outside of mine that I didn't think of and will make me feel better about that situation. And that's why it's really important to talk to friends and family members and the people that are really supportive in your life when it comes to dealing with failure. I think that's a really good point as well, because there's some things in your life that you just can't control. You can find yourself stressing and getting worked up over things that you have no control over, no power over. Um, And actually, that's quite often not a useful use of your time and you'd be better off focusing your energy on things that you can control and things that you do have an impact on. And sometimes someone looking from an outside perspective can see that a bit easier. The next one is to learn to accept failure because failures are actually lessons. You will fail. It will feel bad, but in the end, it will make you stronger. You need to ask yourself when you're dealing with this situation, what can I learn from this? So I failed at something, but what is it that I can learn so I can pick myself back up from this and move forward? Another thing, this is something that I do a lot, is uh, recognise unhealthy attempts to reduce pain. So when you fail at something, it's you know it's going to wound your pride, it's going to um, feel uncomfortable. You're going to be tempted to say, oh, I didn't really want that anyway, to sort of minimise your involvement uh, my, my little phrase is I always say it's dead to me it's dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> which is bad I know I need to stop doing it or reduce doing it um, so so that's one way of sort of attempting to reduce the pain but also things that you can do all of which I do is um, <laughs> fill the void with things like uh, food 
Um, alcohol, not so much. I'm quite, I'm quite good with alcohol. I tend to, uh, I've got a rule where I only drink alcohol when I'm happy. Never drink alcohol when I'm sad because I think that's a, that's a great rule. Yeah, I think that otherwise is, that, it, that would lead to, to me. <laughs> what would lead, it would lead to you it, drinking excessive amounts? Yeah, and yeah I think it. I think it'd be a really slippery slope if I allowed myself to drink when I was sad. I think uh, that's something I could get into quite easily. So, yeah, I only 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 allow myself to drink when I'm happy. But food, absolutely. As soon as I am upset about anything, I mean, it doesn't even have to be failure, just <laughs> upset about anything. All I want is like junk food, crisps, chocolate, takeaways. And I don't really know why, because it doesn't make me feel better. I mean, sure, in the moment, it probably does make me feel a little bit better. Um, but, you know... I usually have a really sore stomach afterwards, especially after something like a takeaway. You know, I have IBS, so I really don't enjoy junk food <laughs> when it comes out the other end. <laughs> Do you know what I was just thinking then? I was thinking, you know your motto, it's dead to me. Couldn't you apply that to like junk food? Like junk food is dead to you. Like use uh, it in you know that what? term. I really can't. Like I... I for some reason, I've just got this block when it comes to doing things for like my own benefit. So for example, I really like like baked goods. So let's say sausage rolls. Um, and I'm vegan. So I can look at a sausage roll and say, oh, I'm not going to eat that because it's got animal products in and I don't eat animal products. And it's quite easy for me to not do it to sort of maintain that willpower. But as soon as I'm confronted with, say, a vegan sausage roll, for some reason, I can't go, I'm not going to eat that because it's not good for my body and it will make me feel sick afterwards. I, I don't have that willpower when it's just for me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we've gone off on a little bit of a tangent about me and my vices. Um, but, but basically what I'm trying to say, the point is, is that unhealthy coping mechanisms will end up doing more harm than good and could make your situation worse. The next one is really important and that is to remember that failure is not a sign of weakness. It is a sign of courage and resilience. The resilience to bounce back after a setback and the courage to take a chance. Sometimes we need courage to embrace insecurities in our lives. If we only live a life seeking safety, then you can't live your life to the fullest. We will make mistakes, of course, and you will have to do things again and again when you've made a wrong judgment. But you have to try and accept it where possible and not allow these things to end up paralysing you. I totally agree. If you're not failing, you are not pushing yourself hard enough. If everything you do is a complete success, you're, you're just not reaching the full limit of your potential exactly so the most important aspect of failure is that you learn from your mistakes and you think about what you could do differently next time and although that's really difficult to do in the moment what I would encourage you to do is to actually make a plan for moving forward because it's all very well to sort of flippantly say to yourself oh well this is just a learning exercise but make sure it is a learning exercise if you just keep doing the same thing over and over again you're going to be getting the same results so look at what you could be doing differently what is the reason that this failure has occurred how can you change that next time round so I know this podcast is about dopamine kicks, but unfortunately, failure is um, a circumstance where you shouldn't be expecting to get a dopamine kick. You're probably not going to get one. Um, but if you learn from your failures, if you move on and you progress, then your dopamine kicks are coming. You just need to get back up and try again. And the last one here is to always remember and to remind yourself that because something didn't turn out the way you expected it, it doesn't mean that you are a failure. You are not a failure. There are many things that you are going to do in your life that you are amazingly good at. 
So remember those things when you feel like you are failing. You are more than capable of change. We change every day, every year, every month, every week, and we may not even realize that we are changing. There are many different ways to change how you think and feel about failure. Evaluate your inaction, reframe the situation to suit you better, seek support from loved ones to manage your own stresses, and try to refrain from making failures too personal about yourself. Recognize and accept that your emotions are valid, but always remember that failure is never a sign of weakness. It is a sign of courage. The courage to get back up and try again, even when it turned out the way you didn't want it. You can become stronger as a person by using any failure you experience in life as a lesson, as a learning curve, and use it as a way to improve next time. Okay, so that's about everything for this week. We've just got time for our little kicker. Uh, our little kicker this week is going to be a quote because you should be about halfway through our gratitude challenge by now. Yeah. So the quote is by Winston Churchill and it's success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. Awesome. I think, I think that's really powerful and we'll leave you with that. All right, that's everything this week, guys. But if you want to carry on with the conversation, join us over on our social media platforms. We're on all the major channels and our handle is at a dopamine kick. We'd also be super grateful if you could leave us a review on the podcast, wherever you're listening, as it helps us to grow our audience and help more people. Okay, we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.